to all of you who have listened, shared and connected with me, thank you. I started Empower with Mahi because my deepest passion is for women to feel empowered. My new business, Organize Her, is no different. The tools we create are designed to give the busy woman back her peace of mind by helping her keep her shit together and get stuff done. Our vision is for women everywhere to feel in control of their lives, confident within themselves, and have enough time for everything that matters to them. And I am so excited to announce that Organize Her has officially launched and our productivity planner is available now at our website in addition to our digital moneymaker budget tracker. Those of you who have followed along throughout 2023 know how much time and thought has gone into these productivity planners and I know I am totally biased because this is my baby but I am completely obsessed with the planner and I know you will be too. Our website link is in the description organizeher.co and from the bottom of my heart thank you for inspiring me to fulfill my purpose for your ongoing support and for being a part of this journey with me. and welcome to Empower, the podcast that has one sole purpose, which is to inspire you to live your best life as your best self. My name is Mahi Sorensen. I'm a lawyer, girl power advocate, grown independent woman, of course. I'm obsessed with self-love and personal development. So now I'm also the host of this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I will do my best to make sure that you can take something meaningful from this podcast and apply it to your everyday life. But for now, I am about to become your personal hype woman because it is my purpose to empower and I hope to do the same for you. Let's discuss procrastination. I'll be honest, I plan out all of my podcast episodes and this one really challenged me because it's been the one that I've put off the most. Of course it has. There's so much irony in that, so do know that often when I discuss helpful tips and these tricks and these episodes, I'm always talking to myself as well. The first thing I think we need to acknowledge when it comes to procrastination is that it has a big part to play when we're trying to figure out why we haven't achieved the things we want to yet. It's not the only reason why, but putting things off that need to be done or that should be done will inevitably elongate not only the task, but every other one which flows from it and every other one that could have happened instead of it. Sometimes we need to ask ourselves what would happen if we stopped wasting the chances we had each day to get closer to our goals and realized how much more efficient we could be. Now, before I go any further, let me preface this by saying that I wholeheartedly accept that this focus on efficiency and productivity can very often occur to the detriment of our mental health, and I hate that. Mental health should always come first, and in this episode where I am discussing ways to overcome procrastination, please know that this is based on the assumption of reasonably good mental health or being in a good space. What I will never advocate for is overworking yourself or feeling guilty for not being efficient or productive enough when you don't have the mental or emotional capacity to cope with it at this moment in time. So please just keep that in mind as you listen through. Procrastination thrives when we feed our need for instant gratification to the extent that all of our rational decision-making abilities go out the window. My least favorite house chore is cleaning the bathroom. So once I finally get around to starting it after having already procrastinated for an unreasonably long time, because... I accept that in the long term it must be done. It doesn't take a lot to distract me from the task. 
All I need is for my phone to buzz or to think about any other job that I could possibly do instead of cleaning the bathroom or for my dogs to bark, for me to walk away from the task at hand and find something, anything else to do. That's me feeding my need for instant gratification because it is usually more fun and much easier than what I should be doing, at least in my mind. The issue is that when we start doing things that we don't need to be doing instead of things that we should be doing, it's not really even that fun because we know we haven't earned it. We feel guilty, we feel frustrated with ourselves, but we still do it. Procrastination uses up so much energy, often significantly more energy than it would have taken up to just complete the task in the first place. Perfect example is me going to the gym. I prefer to go first thing in the morning so that I don't have the rest of the day to be procrastinating. The only time that I will confidently put off going to the gym in the morning is when I know that I have a workout partner who'll be coming with me, usually my boyfriend or Tish if I'm with her, or when I have a reason to go beyond my standard daily workout, like I had a really stressful day, etc, etc. But if I don't go to the gym first thing in the morning and I don't have someone or something outside of myself pushing me to go, I guarantee that I will be stressing and thinking about it all day for the rest of the day and saying in my head, go to the gym, you need to go to the gym, you know, need to go to the gym. Tell everyone that you're going to the gym so that they think that you're going to go to the gym, even though you know you're not going to go to the gym <laughs> because you don't like going to the gym at this time until it gets to like literally gets to 9 p.m which is so close to my bedtime that it's just far too late for me to be going to the gym and then not only have I wasted all of my energy pretending like I was gonna go but I'm also I also feel really disappointed in myself so the first tip that I want us to start thinking about is becoming aware of your high-risk procrastination tasks, the ones you know that you don't enjoy and that you'll gladly find anything else to do instead. Figure out why you procrastinate on those specific tasks, what you do to procrastinate, and think about what you can practically do in order to complete that task without procrastinating. Like my previous example, I'm well aware that going to the gym first thing in the morning is the best way for me to avoid procrastinating when it comes to going to the gym. So that's what I do. You may find that rewarding yourself after completing a task could be a good way to get it done, but you need to be really honest with yourself and disciplined. It can't be one of those, I've done five minutes of work, so now I get two hours of Netflix or two hours of scrolling on TikTok. Those don't count. They aren't legitimate rewards. They are procrastination tactics, of which we have all succumbed to. So this is a no-judgment space, let's not forget that it can't be one of those. A significant procrastination enabler in my life, and I'm sure in many of ours now, are our phones and social media. The amount of time that I spend scrolling on TikTok and convincing myself that it's worth it, because probably one in every 50 videos, I find something moderately valuable that I could have just Googled if I wanted to know. But sometimes you don't know that you need to know this stuff until you see it. This is what I say, right? Or I learn something and, and I know I'm full of shit. Because if it was that important, wouldn't I have been looking it up? Like, yes, I admit I have found some very useful things on TikTok, as I'm sure a lot of us have. But out of the 10 hours that I would spend on TikTok, maybe five minutes, maybe 10 minutes of that would be useful. And if that's the case, can we just take a moment to realize I then would have wasted hours and hours and hours and hours on TikTok for what? For five minutes of knowledge, for 10 minutes of knowledge? 
perhaps I could have been learning those things plus another nine hours worth of knowledge in another way instead of wasting it. You see what I mean? It doesn't make sense. Tip number two, make the most of the screen time app. What I have done recently is actually start utilizing the screen time app on my phone. So I've got an iPhone. And if you have an iPhone, you can go into the settings and there's this screen time part. Go in and actually have a look at what you're able to do. Even if you don't adhere to any of the restrictions that you put in place at first, because I'm realistic, that is probably the case because I know how glued to our phones we all are. What it will do is keep reminding you that maybe you shouldn't be on your phone and encourage you to put it down. You can muck around quite a bit with these settings. So there's certain times of the day when your phone won't go off, except for certain apps that you choose. If you wish, you can really personalize it. So go and have a look at that. If you don't have an iPhone, I don't know. I'm sure you can. (laughs) I'm useless, but I'm sure there's apps or something that you can download as well. I know there's a whole bunch of different apps that you can. So look into that. I've also been guilty of using the I work best under pressure excuse. Also not true. I work best when I'm focused on what I'm doing. It's just that when I've procrastinated for long enough and I'm forced to work under pressure, I have no choice but to focus on what I'm doing. The only trouble is that not only am I working under pressure, but I'm also exceedingly stressed and wasting energy on being stressed over the impending deadline and the fact that the only person responsible for creating this stress for myself is me and that could have been avoided every year I want to be better and more content and a better developed person and I'm sure we all think this time in one year I'm going to be this kind of person and I will have achieved all of these things and then we get to this time in one year and can feel disappointed in where we are but often it's because we haven't been consistent in the commitments that we really needed to make to get to where we wanted to be And procrastination is a thief of the time that we needed to make that goal a reality. Often we either don't start the things that we want to, or if we do start something, we don't finish it. We really need to start training our minds to be disciplined enough to stay consistent and never give up on whatever we're trying to achieve until it's done. We need to start finishing everything that we start and make it a habit that doing something halfway or failing to start something when we know we should becomes an unnatural feeling to us. This needs to start with simple things like making your bed as soon as you've woken up. Maybe don't do it if you've got a partner lying in bed next to you that isn't up when you're up, but you get what I'm saying. Doing the dishes as soon as you're finished eating, not leaving jobs that take five minutes for hours or even days because again, you're actively procrastinating and actively putting that off and that is energy that you could be using for something better. My third tip is stop negotiating with your mind. No one is better at convincing you of anything except you trying to talk yourself out of something that you don't want to do. And when you catch yourself having these internal conversations, you need to become aware of it and shut it down. When you're lying on your bed and telling yourself that you'll get to something later, shut that conversation in your head down and stand up and start doing whatever it is you said that you weren't going to do. Once you're up, you're more likely to get moving and start whatever needs to be done. Something that I have found quite difficult 
in terms of enabling the people around me to procrastinate or not even procrastinate, but just enabling excuses because procrastination and excuses sort of come hand in hand, right? I have a friend, I will not name that friend, (laughs) who busts her ass. She works 12 hour days. She works very hard and, you know, we have conversations and she's always said to me, how am I going to get to the gym when I work so hard and I'm so tired? And it's hard because as, as her friend, I love her to bits and I want to encourage her and I understand how tired she is because she is tired. But then this part of me that wants to better myself and for her to better herself, because I know that's what she wants, is identifying that that's an excuse. You can always find time. And I know for a fact she loves TikTok the way that I love TikTok. So I just, that's a side note. I hadn't even planned to talk about that. But not only do we have to figure out how to stop procrastinating and encourage behaviors that stop enabling procrastinators to procrastinate, it's also about balancing how to be a decent friend. So I said to her, I love you and I totally hear what you're saying. I know how exhausted you are. I know how hard you work, but we can always find time. (laughs) And I mean, you know, we're really close. So she knows what I'm saying and she knows that she's making excuses as well. But at the end of the day, it's up to other people to decide whether or not they want to or how hard they want to go. It's up to people to decide how hard they like and how intense they want to be when they're trying to stop making excuses. You've just got to give people the space to figure that out for themselves. Anyways, I digress. In my last year of high school, I had an assignment. It was an NCAA internal. If you're from New Zealand, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not, it was an assignment. And it was worth a whole lot of credits or points. We were assigned it on a Friday and it was something like a three-week deadline. And for whatever reason, I spent that whole Friday night doing it. And I was on a roll until I realized it was done. And that had been about four hours, which at that point in my life, I was like 16, 17. That was the longest I had ever spent on any assignment. And I remember being shocked with how much time it took. But in the weeks after, as I watched all of my classmates agonizing over having to do this assignment, I was doing everything else that I wanted to do with my time. And by comparison, I felt very free. That notion really got me through uni. I didn't do it for all of my papers and I still procrastinated on a whole lot of assignments, but I always chased that feeling of relief and knowing that I'd submitted something weeks before it was due when I could. It also meant that when we got slammed with assignments for different papers at once, particularly because I had overloaded papers every semester, it was easy to manage because I had already done two of the four assignments that had been set the same due date. And some of those were like literally group assignments that I purposely chose to do myself because I can't rely on anyone else to get my grades for me, the grades that I want. And I still actively took on that extra workload and knowing that I wasn't sharing it with anyone else and was able to finish earlier than everyone else. And that that also comes down to time management as well. Time management, procrastination, very related concepts as well. Can't do one without the other and vice versa. I'm not trying to flex, but rather explain what motivated me to work well ahead of deadlines. I still do it today when it comes to filing memorandums and reports ahead of court dates. Nothing is more satisfying to me, at least in this space, than the feeling of knowing that my shit is done well ahead of time and is under control. And then it gives me the ability to focus on other things that I want to focus on and give my energy to things that I need to give my energy to. The fourth tip that I've got 
is to learn to love the feeling of doing something straight away and the feeling of mental freedom that comes with it. Once it's done, it's done. Then you can go ahead and do whatever you want guilt-free. It's no longer a procrastination tactic and is instead a legitimate reward which you've earned. Not only is that a lot more fun than a procrastination distraction, but it also leaves you feeling better about yourself for completing what you said you would do and in turn, enjoying the freedom that comes with that. Tip number five, keep a tight schedule. Start time blocking so that you have set amounts of time to complete important tasks and remove distraction during that time. Likewise, clearly set time aside for downtime or to relax as a reward for completing important tasks during your efficient time. The most important part about the schedule is that you actually need to stick to it. So make sure whatever schedule you set is doable and realistic for you. Set up a schedule so that you have the best day you want while also ending your day in a better position. Aim to accurately hit your schedule each day better than the last because you can't expect to be like 100%. We're all human. We're not robots. If you set a schedule for the first time tomorrow and it is down to the minute and you hit that 100%, I want to know who you are (laughs) because I have some things that I need to learn off you. I am so guilty of saying that I don't have enough hours in my day without actually acknowledging the hours that I waste being inefficient in my work or watching things on my phone for no good reason. I know that I waste at least four hours in my day most of the time doing things like that. Four hours a day is 28 hours a week, which is 112 hours a month, which is 1,344 hours a year. There is so much we can all do and learn and achieve even if we start claiming back one of those four or however many hours we waste in a day because we'll do it. That's 365 hours in a year and what a difference that could make for you between now and this day next year. A tangible difference. You just need to commit and stay consistent and easier said than done, as always, I know, but never impossible. There is always time available if you're willing to find it and just schedule it in with intention. Let's stop wasting time. Don't wait for things to be perfect or to be given the right opportunity or until you get yourself together or for the right time. Stop waiting for the panic monster to show its face and get you so freaked out that you have no choice but to act. Stop waiting, act now, work now, and you will overcome the hold that procrastination has on your life. On that note, I will love you and leave you. I hope you have an awesome day and please do something today that makes you happy. 